in our own time. You know, yet Pope Francis reminds us, he said, to be saints is not a privilege for a few, but it's a vocation for everyone. It's our vocation. In other words, each and every one of us are called to be saints in our own way, in our own period of time, because it's, it's our vocation. You know, we often forget that the men and women and children who walk the lands in this world who are saints, you know, they were just like us. They were sinners, right? But they strived for holiness. They lived out their vocation. They lived out their call to holiness as companions with Jesus on their journey in this life to share the love of Jesus Christ. This was their mission. And it's also our mission. So we too are part of all saints. We're connected to them by our baptism. You know, in Catholic talk, you know, we speak of the communion of saints, don't we? In other words, we have a spiritual union with all the members of the Christian church, uh, both living and dead, past and present, because we're all part of a, of a spirit, a single spiritual body with Jesus Christ as the head. And so having said that, then we all contribute to and share in the welfare of all. And if we really think about it, you know, the saints were really no different than us. They had no advantages to saintliness, different than we do. They were ordinary people with jobs just like us. They had families just like us. They had struggles just like us. The world in which they lived was just as chaotic and messed up as our present day world is. Yet they constantly struggled and persevered to live lives of virtue and humility. I mean, because remember, they were canonized saints long after their deaths. So in other words, they were not born this way. They weren't born saints. They became saints by the way they lived their lives. And what sets them apart, perhaps, is that they realize that the Christian message, the gospel message, the message of Jesus, was in direct contrast with that of the world. And they knew that they did not belong to the world, meaning that they were made for heaven. They knew they were made for heaven, just as we are, we're made for heaven. But the saints willingly accepted the challenges of their day, and then they tried to make the world holy through their lifestyles and through their commitment to their faith and to Jesus Christ. This is what all Christians are called to do, right? This is what makes us holy, saintly. You know, this is what Jesus wants from you and me, from all of us. And he'll help us live this type of life if we want to choose it. You know, did you ever wonder if the saints were very happy people? You know, perhaps because of the challenges in living the gospel, which that helps us become holy, people may think, or you may think, that the saints weren't very happy. But I guarantee, I guarantee they were. Because if we're seeking to do the will of God, if we've given our lives to Jesus and want to do what he asks of us, then we will never and ever, ever be happier. Doing and seeking the will of God for us, my dear friends, is the key to happiness. We can't let the world tell us differently, and the world will try to tell us differently. And we may think that we could never live lives like the saints because we're not holy enough. Well, think about this. You know, the great saints made their share of mistakes. 
They gave in to impatient, they gave in to pride and to greed and to laziness and lust, and, and many of them sinned gravely. Take the time to read the Confessions of St. Augustine. It's a wonderful book about his life. And Augustine is one of the great saints of the history of the Catholic Church. But saints, you know, they recognized their sinfulness and they repented. They received the Lord's forgiveness through confession. And then they picked themselves up and started all over again. They always kept striving for holiness as they lived a life committed to Jesus Christ. It's always important to remember this. You and I, you and I, we are not the sum of our weaknesses. We are the sum of the Father's love for us. How beautiful is that? You and I, we are the sum of the Father's love for us. In the words of Oscar Wilde, every saint, this is important for us to think about, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. We are the sum of the Father's love for us. You know, St. Teresa of Calcutta, or Mother Teresa, as she's commonly known, she's one of the newest saints of our faith. She was canonized as saint in 2016. You know, she clearly realized this when she said, you know, yes, I have many faults and failures. Imagine Mother Teresa saying that. She says, I have many fault, human faults and failures, but God bends down and uses us, you and me, to be this love, to be his love and his compassion in the world. He bears our sins, our troubles, and our faults. He depends upon us to love the world and to show how much he loves it. And if we are too concerned with ourselves, then we will have no time left for others. You know, some people often ask me, so who are some of your favorite saints? Well, to be honest, I don't know if I really have a favorite saint. I kind of like all of them. Why? Because there's so many who can inspire us. There's so many who inspires me. And, and, they, and they lead us to want to live a, a holy life. As I mentioned before, the saints were just like us, only in a different era of time. They at times struggled with their faith just like we do. But they always persevered in trying to love God and to serve God in the best way possible. You know, in the Magnificat, this is a Magnificat, it's, it's, a, it's, a, monthly, it's, 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 it's a monthly little magazine that has all the readings in it um, for every day of the month. And in each month, each monthly edition, there's a th there are thematic stories about the saints, beautiful stories of different saints that should inspire us. This month, it's, the saints are, it's all about the saints who worked with their hands. In a previous edition, it, it was about saints who were mothers. So saints come from all walks of life. They were married, they were single, they were priests, they were religious. They come from everywhere. And they did all sorts of things with their lives. So let me share the stories of, of a couple of saints that, that were perhaps your age or near your age. One is a venerable Carlo Acutis. He was a young Italian boy, a Catholic teenager. In fact, he, will be, he, was, um, he, he was beatified, um, which is the last step before sainthood, um, back in October, October 10th, so just last month. And he died at the age of 15 from leukemia in the year 2006. But he, he was best known for documenting Eucharistic miracles around the world and cataloging them onto a website that he created himself. So his cause for beatification and canonization um, has been moving forward since he became venerable in 2018. But think about this. 
Since he, first re since he received his first communion at the age of seven years old, think about this, he never missed a daily Mass. Wow. He always tried before and after Mass to pray in front of the tabernacle to worship the Lord Jesus, who is truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. And our Blessed Mother was a great confidant because, you know, the saints, the saints in heaven, they can be great confidants for us. So the Blessed Mother was his great confidant, and he never failed to honor her daily by praying the rosary. And he put the sacrament of the Eucharist at the very center of his life. And as he called it, he said, the Eucharist is, is my highway to heaven. Think about that. My, the Eucharist, Mass, is my highway to heaven. And he had his own personal motto, to always be close to Jesus, that's my life's plan. To be always close to Jesus, that's my life's plan. And so as a teenager, he knew how to use technology to share the gospel, um, to communicate holy values. And he didn't fall into the trap that he saw with many young people. What, it, what was that? Well, many young people ended up being just like everyone else. He wanted to be different. He didn't want to be just like everyone else. He felt that in this way, they don't bring forth the gifts the Lord has given to them. You know, they, they don't um, offer the world those unique personal talents that God has given to each one of them. And so as a result, Carlo said this. He said, um, and I think it's, it's, it's quite, it's, it's, it's an interesting way to put it, but he said, everyone is born as an original. Everyone is born as an original, but many people end up dying as photocopies. Don't let that happen to you. He said, you can become what God, your creator, knows you are if only you realize that you are called to something greater. So he said, ask the help of the Holy Spirit and then confidently aim for the great goal of holiness. In this way, you will not be a photocopy. You will be fully yourself. These are words from Carlo. Another saint who died when he was 15, year, 15 years old was Jose Luis Sanchez del Rio. So he was a Mexican Cristero, which means he was a fighter for Christ in Mexico, and he was put to death by anti-Catholic government officials in Mexico because he refused to renounce his Catholic faith. There's a movie about him. You should watch it. It's beautiful. But he was canonized a saint in October in 2016, four years ago. And then there's Maria Goretti. Many of you may have heard of her. She is a young Italian a virgin martyr. She's a martyr in the Catholic faith. She was martyred when she was 11 years old. She's one of the youngest canonized saints. And her story was she was choked and then stabbed 14 times for resisting a man who wanted to rape her. She insisted that she would rather die than submit to him. And so... Obviously, she was stabbed, but before she died, this is a beautiful thing, because these are the thoughts that come from the minds of people who are holy. Before she died, Maria expressed forgiveness for Alessandro. He was the one who stabbed her. And stating that she wanted Alessandro, she wanted to have him in heaven with her. How beautiful is that? 11 years old. She was canonized in June of 1950. 
So these are just three saints who were young people, who loved the Lord, who lived their faith, who responded to a call to holiness, each in their own way, because God calls each of us in our own way. And we respond each in our own way. We don't want to be a photocopy. So let's go back to what I talked about in the beginning. You and I, we too are part of the communion of saints. We are connected to them by our baptism. In other words, we have this spiritual union with all the members of the Christian church, living and, 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 and the dead. And because they are where we hope to be one day, in heaven, they, like Jesus and like Mary, like Joseph, they too can intercede for us. So no matter what you are experiencing today, and yesterday for young people, it's, you know, just in our culture day, it's, it's, it's sometimes difficult, but especially for young people. You know, the pressures of life are different than when I was your age. It's a different world. It's a different culture. It has similarities, but it's, 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 also, it's also very different. So no matter what, we're, what you are experiencing today, we can use the communion of saints to intercede for us. We can pray to them asking for their help their intercession before Jesus, because they can go to Jesus for us. You know, it's like having, it's like having a large group of friends who want to help us in our need. How beautiful is that? The saints do want to help us in our need. And in many ways, besides giving praise and glory to God, because this is their role in heaven, but their role is also to help you and me to help us and intercede, us, intercede for us before God. Because in the end, the saints in heaven, they want to help us to become saints, each in our own way. Yeah, I'm going to bring this to an end now, but I came across a wonderful definition of what a saint is, and I think it's one in which all of us can embrace. So I will leave you with this simple statement. A saint is someone whose life makes it easier for others to believe in God. Are we that person?